0: Memory, turn your face to the moon. <laughs> meow meow
1: meow 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 meow
0: meow.
1: <laughs> oh, has going to join in. You stopped.
0: I started meowing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe, maybe that was a good thing, and um, that you stopped. No, and um, that was a lovely. No.
0: Oh, okay. There we go, you guys. I'll start singing more. <laughs> Anyway, my name is my name is Evan,
1: and I'm Kay,
0: and this is make it a pop cats.
1: No, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it is.
0: This episode is just me making cat puns for the entire thing.
1: The entire he started earlier with me on Messenger, so, <laughs> <laughs> so. Intro, it'll be the entire thing.
0: Yeah, so first up, we have a comments corner. This is from last week's episode of Victorious. Uh We got one comment in. Um, wow. From Leanne. She said, Jade is bi. Oh, I agree. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I agree.
1: Oh, yeah, I agree. Though.
0: No one hot that hot and artistic could be straight. That's not...
1: <laughs> sure, did I already mention this? Well, like, I know I mentioned the, like, wiki page that we found, remember, in our research book. But... Oh, yeah, yeah on that there was a whole thing of um why jade has a crush on victoria yeah so if yeah it, we all knew it. We all confirmed
0: knew confirmed it. anyway so it's time for pop news
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> baby give it up give it up
1: <laughs> no i feel like that one was the most newsy one we've had <laughs>
0: that is fair no that is fair so what
1: but- Good?
0: First up, I mean, this is I've had to split this story into two because there's uh, a, a number of people involved. So uh, Judas, I mean, Jamie Lynn Spears, uh, sat down oh. with Good Morning America to detail the relationship with her superstar sister, Britney Spears, ahead of the release of her upcoming member, Things I Should Have Said. One of them was not sorry. Um, Jamie details uh, that Britney put her trust in her to look after her boys and got what they needed and had no part in Britney's conservatorship. Jamie details that if Britney wanted to speak to anyone about her conservatorship, she set up meetings with uh, Britney's legal team about it. Um, Jamie, through Crocodile, to her crocodile here, said she adores her sister and doesn't know why their relationship has taken such a turn. In her book, Jamie admitted the entire Spears team was already caught up with her sister's PR difficulties, and everyone around her, her wanted to make the issue disappear. Jamie then took to Instagram after the interview aired. And I will read that now. She said, last thing I want to do, to be doing is this, but here we are. It's hard to see these posts. As I know, the whole world feels. I just wish her well. Britt, I'm always here. You know, behind the scenes, I've always been here. It's become exhausting when conversations and texts have, in private, don't don't match what you post on social media. I know you're going through a lot and I never want to just dis- Diminish that, but I also can't diminish myself. Quite frankly, the things being said are absolutely not the truth, and I have to clarify that because now it's getting harder for me to rationalize to my oldest daughter why our family continues to get death threats as a result of their aunt's vague and accusatory posts, especially when we know she could tell the truth and put an end to all of it in one second if she wanted to. Sadly, after a lifetime of staying silent, I've come to realize this isn't going to be a reality. And I am I may have to set the record straight myself in order to protect mine and my family's well-being. That being said, I hate to burst my sister's bubble, but my book is not about her. I can't help that I was born in a spirit too and that some of my experiences involve my sister. have retired since before I was even a teenager and I've built my career in spite of just being someone's little sister. There are no sides and I don't want drama, but I'm speaking my truth to heal my traumas. So I can close this chapter and move forward. I wish my sister could do the same no matter what comes, I will always love my big sister and be here for her. It's time to put an end to unhealthy chaos that has controlled my life for so long. So, Brittany saw that, responded. Yeah. And here is it, here it is. In a very lengthy response, Brittany says, Jamie Lynn, I don't think your book is about me at all. I said some harsh things because you obviously hurt hurt me by the things you are making up about me when I said only a scum person would make up things like that about me I could not have sworn but you're not but it doesn't make sense at all to me what you're saying I know you worked hard for the life you have and you've done amazing but I think we both have to agree that the fact the family has never been remote remotely as hard on you as they have been on me what dad did to me they don't even do that to criminals so for you to sit back and act completely aloof to what has happened to me is honestly insane to me Do you know anybody who has put in as hard as I did the errors Uh, during those 13 years only to be sent away for four months for no reason at all? And I won't even mention what was done to me in that place. It took them years to give me a cup of coffee. People who have killed people are in jail and death row can have as much as a cup of coffee as they want. Um, So why the hell was my own family hiding coffee from me? You guys treated me like nothing and that's not even half of it. I'm honestly shocked. Dad isn't in jail. Come on. We're supposed to have each other's backs. What you're saying just truly confuses me. And I know I love you unconditionally, so go ahead and say whatever you want. It's so tacky for a family to fight publicly like this. You say you love me, get your loyalty, you still have the people that, that, that hurt me the most. I think the thing that saddens me the most is when this all happened and I when I called you from that place and you would take days to respond, I never got to talk to you. You would just text days later and I was so scared. I needed you, my family, my blood, and your supposed and your and your support more than anything. You guys did absolutely nothing until a year ago. I said something on Instagram and you and Brian showed up at my house because an Instagram post. That makes me the saddest. Why? Because I needed you way before that, and the fact that you and Brian showed up laughing at my gate instead of knowing you. Ooh, that's that's tough.
1: Yeah, see, like Jamie Lensburg has always been a snake. Um, mm. Since she got pregnant at 16 and ruined everyone's childhood. So um, I may have a grudge for that. Like, she ruined my childhood. I was like, well, it's over now. Like, Zoe 101 is no more. You have tainted her with your child. <laughs> uh, no, I'm only messing. I'm sure her kid is lovely and teen pregnancy is fine, whatever. Sorry, something oh, fell well. at the back of my dresser and now I'm like oh I have to go find what that was because it might be important um I'll do it later obviously but um yeah like teen, teen pregnancy is fine but not when it disrupts my favorite show okay
0: Any- okay
1: yeah it's, it's like no <laughs> so she's been a snake since then okay
0: anyway yeah Jamie you could have been you could have been the girl just to hold out the hand for britney but you didn't do that so
1: she yeah she's
0: you benefited off it let's be honest
1: i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna save my thoughts for the britney episode which we oh, will more than like, like you do it's coming Oh, we will 100% do but like it will be so long because the woman has so much to talk about but what i will say is I don't like the way she was saying. I've been there for you. I put you in the contact with the right people because you would have done it years before. And she used her child as an excuse. Yeah. She like, was only sixteen. I'm pregnant. Yeah, and you ruined my childhood. So there you go.
0: Okay, well, you bring up Sorry One Hundred One. Someone else who had a problem with uh, Jamie Lynn for since the age of twelve was Alexa Nicholas, aka Nicole from Zoey One Hundred One. Yeah. So. Someone else who had something to say about the one-time Kids Choice Award winner was her former Zoe 101 co-star, Alexa Nicholas. Shortly after her interview aired, Alexa shared on Instagram a lengthy statement telling Jamie never to contact her again after Jamie accused Alexa of being a bully on the set of Zoe 101, which I will read now. Um, So she, uh, Alexa wrote, so I got a lot of messages about uh, Jamie and Spears' new book. which was an eye roll emoji. By the way, the caption is ask Jamie and Spears, forget all your crocodile tears and unfollow me. And then she writes, ooh. ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, I was pretty surprised to see her lying up the storm in there. I recently thought we were fine after she tried to use me in her Zoe 101 music video to make herself look better, after I finally came out about what had what happened to me on while on set, being left out once again during the reunion reboot ploy. Uh, to be honest, it took a while. Mm-hmm. It took her a while I'm guessing the pressure from others made her address the issue I declined her offer why now but I was happy to get an apology finally so I forgave her I unfollowed her shortly after because I felt that the whole Britney Spears family situation was deeply saddening and once again I felt Jamie was being fake her reaching out all of a sudden felt insincere fast forward to a few days ago she reaches out to ask me if she could send me a gift in inverted comments which I thought was super bizarre after hearing the day before her sister unfollowed her I have no idea what is going on over there, but I want absolutely nothing to do with it. Typical move for a bully to play the victim card such gaslight others while straight up lying. I responded to her and said, please do not send me anything and please stop contacting me. She never addressed anything that she mentioned in the book to me personally because she knows everything she is saying is a total lie and I would have called her out on it. It's sad to see someone not change after all these years. Nothing she said in her book about me actually happened. I wish I could go back in time and tell my 12 year old self that you are actually extremely lucky to not have a friend like her You are way better off without her you do not need toxic people in your life like that and you deserve better and that's and that's and that's the truth on that <laughs> uh that's got my tongue i don't mind saying all the things i should i should say for free so here's what uh, alexa uh details so um alexa released a statement telling jamie never to contact her again after jamie accused her of being a bully on the I one-on-one uh she claimed that alexa started rumors about her smelling bad and having lice jamie even uh, accused alexa's mother uh, of being uh, a tyrant on set shortly after this the former walking dead actress sat down with youtuber sloan to detail what really happened on the set of Z 101 alexa detailed that she was the one bullied by spears and she got me and she got everyone to turn against her being mistreated by and these are the people she names christian herrera who played dana victoria justice who played lola and Paul Butcher, who played Dustin. She claimed Spears tried to make make up with her to get her to cameo in his Zoya 101 themed music video, but Alexa refused and even told her, and refused to accept the gift. Jamie Lynn tried to send her, uh, so Jamie Lynn tried to send her the gift. Uh, Alexa denied the things Jamie accused her of and stood up for her mother in the process. Alexa also detailed an encounter with Britney Spears where she was asked to go into Jamie's trailer and had Britney threaten her career after hearing after hearing what Alexis was doing to her sister, so yeah, I would definitely watch that Stone interview. It's like an hour long, but um, yeah, Alexis seems like a lovely person. She seems so nice.
1: Yeah, to be fair, I don't know much about that whole situation, but um, yeah, I'll have to give that a watch next time. I need to watch want to watch something on YouTube.
0: Mm. Yeah, so basically, Jamie's a dick
1: yeah she's a snake, like.
0: awful awful
1: since teenagehood see see where i'm going
0: absolutely we don't trust her. i mean I
1: feel, I feel bad for for having parents that she does and i feel like they're she is the way she is because of them but like you know
0: right okay so we're gonna leave jamie dean and zoe 101 behind for a little bit and talk about um Kanye west uh which is better uh <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, he's
0: all right. So, um, so although they're divorced, Kanye is still on Kim's trail, uh, detailing that he was not allowed to enter the house to see his daughter. He shared, earlier this week, Monday, when I went to go pick up my kids from school, the security stopped me at the gate. So at, so at that point, security was in between me and my children, and that's what and that's what was not going to happen. Uh, but I didn't want to argue about it. So I just chilled, took my kids to school, and then took my kids back. I am driving. I bring them back. And Norse was like... I want to come upstairs and I want you to come upstairs and see something and I, and it was and it's like oh daddy come see something daddy come can't come inside but that hadn't been uh, defined the stronger hitmaker claims Kim security stopped him from entering the property but he hasn't spoken to Kim who is dating Pete Davidson. Uh, Kanye, who recently bought a property near his estranged wife and kids, told Hollywood, my daughter wants me to go inside. I was like, I am the richest black man and North's father. Right. And the security was able to stop me from going into the room with my daughter. And that had not been defined. And I'm hearing that the new boyfriend is actually in the house and I can't go even go to. And that's where I call my cousins and my cousin is really opinionated. You know what? You know that? I can't read today and I said I need you to go and say these two things security ain't going to be in between me and my children and my children ain't going to be on tiktok without my permission okay that last one is random
1: I get it I mean you don't really want your kids on tiktok do you I follow north do you
0: actually I follow all of them to be honest after our kardashians episode I kind of became a
1: Oh wow! <laughs> I'm still not a fan.
0: How not the new show.
1: Uh, new show.
0: Yeah, it's coming to Disney. <laughs> oh, it's
1: okay. called the Kardashians. But How original! <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, she's like six. Why do you follow her?
0: <laughs> because her mom is Kim Kardashian, but she's so funny, and she has yeah.
1: she has nicer oh. stuff than I do. <laughs> But her dad's not allowed in the house, even if he is the Russian ridges man. So
0: <laughs> what do we think about that? I mean, come on, like you should be allowed in.
1: Well just say hi. Know.
0: Just fucking say hi to Pete and then just don't talk to him. Like that's right. fine.
1: Look, come here.
0: I love Pete. He, no, I love Pete.
1: I love both. Well, I don't love Connie. I like <laughs> Pete. Kane's alright. Connie is alright, right? I'm I'm kind of indifferent. But he let's be real, is a bit psychotic maybe psychotics is well. Oh, He's not well, like, and like it's been in the media that he isn't well and he does go through these like breakdowns and stuff. Maybe he's just had one too many, and obviously it's not his fault. But is he really seeking help? Doesn't really look like it, you know what I mean? Yeah, at the end of the day, like, if that house is in Kim's name and those kids are also whores, like. If it is in the interest of her children's safety to not let him in the house, I totally agree with that. It doesn't matter who he is, doesn't matter who she is. If anybody feels like it's best for their kids. Now, because I'm also on the other argument of, of you shouldn't use kids like weapons. So, yeah. you know, because, you know, but um, like... So it's a hard one because you don't know the ins and outs of it. But like, I'd like to give Kim the benefit of the doubt and hope she's not just being a little bit of a meanie. Yeah. And I hope he actually has a physical reason. Because like, what if he did walk in, saw Peter and went on a mad one in front of the kids and stuff? That's such, true, you know? that's true, yeah. Because he says he wouldn't, but then he doesn't even know how he'd react. Mm. So- and I get it, it's not nice being told you can't go into your kid's house, but you also, she let you pick them up from school.
0: That's true, that's true.
1: Pick your battles, you know?
0: No, oh, I mean, Kim, if you want me to babysit, I'm very... <laughs> yeah,
1: you already I, follows I, your daughter on TikTok.
0: Okay, that sounds perverted, okay? It's because she has nicer stuff than me.
1: Six or something. Oh, she like... has like
0: six million followers. I just to be every
1: year. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: I think she's older than six. No, she's eight.
1: It's, that's not any better. Like.
0: Right, I'm sorry for wanting to see the nice bag she has. Have you seen her bag collection?
1: No, we haven't, Evan, because I don't follow her on TikTok.
0: <laughs> you should. She's very funny, I'd say. You
1: no, know what, my it's is. not. It's a joint account
0: with Kim, so it's fine. okay okay so from (laughs) from one icon northwest to another um i know that christmas has just passed us but i can already hear the jingle bells because it has been revealed that tim allen will reprise his role as scott calvin for santa claus the series heading to disney plus in december of 2022
1: it's january give us a break will you it's
0: only just been announced (laughs)
1: yeah we'll announce it in somewhere or something i don't know
0: but it's january at least it's cold
1: True, it is very cold here um yeah but it's i've just i've just done christmas to be fair i can't speak i have this on my desk it's a little yeah. snow globe with my name on it
0: oh nice
1: but it's not gone into decorations because i love snow globs so i'm keeping it for all year
0: okay right so, yeah, Santa Claus, the series, December 2022. Keep your eyes out. It
1: um, might be all right.
0: might be all right. So from one Disney Plus show to another, I'm very excited about this. Um, since the season two finale last summer, fans are eagerly writing the next season of the hit Disney Plus show, High School Musical, the Musical series. The cast is already a hit with the audience. So what more could they want? Maybe some new Wildcats to bottle the top with? Corbin Bleu will be making an appearance as himself in the series. However, some regulars are moving in with Zombies and American Housewife star uh, Meg Donnelly and former Hannah Montana actor Jason Earls getting in this together as well. Also joining our two fresh but equally important faces, Adrian Lyles and Sailor Bell.
1: Jason Earls is he not about 50? Like, was he not about forty when he was in Hannah Montana?
0: Yeah, I think he's involved the series because he keeps hanging out with the cast. He's very I... much a married man, okay?
1: I don't care what he is. He's too old. I don't know.
0: He might, he's probably playing a teacher.
1: All right. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be ages. That's fine. Ah, he's 44.
0: He's probably playing a teacher.
1: Yeah, must still, like, give it oh, up. Um, Like Corbin's fine. He he was in the original, you know, he's pretty much half of the muse. But well, like one part of the muse. But um Asher, look, I don't watch it, so I don't know why I'm so pressed.
0: Right. Okay. I love it, and I can't wait for season three because they're doing frozen (laughs) and it's gonna be so good. Um anyway, but we're not we're these things are are a mixed bag of cats, you might say. (laughs)
1: <laughs> mm.
0: <laughs> so, Katie, what what is this week's topic all about?
1: I wonder. No, I'm listening. Um, have you ever been freaked out by a cat? No, no. We're not going to talk about our childhood feline traumas today. Today we will be talking about the trauma of watching cats, which is a 2009 musical fantasy film based 2019? on nineteen. The... Yeah, it's a film.
0: You, you said 2009. Did I? Yeah.
1: Well, I have 2019 written in front of me, so I don't know. I said that. Yeah. Right. Cats, which is a 2019 musical fantasy film based on the 1981 stage musical of the same name by Andrew Lloyd Webber. So, Evan, what is your history with cats?
0: Well, my history with cats in general, I suppose, was petting one when I was six. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. uh, Cats, I knew of the musical. I knew that it was like it was made fun of a lot I guess as a musical even though it's very popular I guess but um, it gets referenced in a lot of things like in Family Guy and The Simpsons and like Modern Family and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so yeah I just always I was aware that Cats was a musical and then I found out before I saw the trailer that they were making the Cats musical and Taylor Swift is going to be in it, Elba and all these people and I was like what's this going to be like are they just going to be weird I thought it was going to be like them in weird makeup Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the trailer dropped, and boy was I wrong. Um well, we
1: weren't that wrong.
0: Yeah. Um, so <laughs> so I saw the movie, I think it was available to watch at home. It came out in December 2019. It was available at home, at home I think March 2020. Mm. Coming, yeah. I think not. Um so yeah, I watched it at home and I was like, this is truly what cinema is all about. <laughs> what's yeah. your
1: history with cats um like that i like i've always known about the musical um I, well i've known the song memories since i'm out of the room but yeah. like um it's just like one of those staples that's always like you just know the lyrics of it you know what i mean you just know it mm-hmm. um well yeah like i've always heard about it, like that i heard it um a lot on tv shows and um like my mom would talk about it like she's quite into musical theater and it would be kind of referenced a lot just in general so I just heard it in passing but I never actually seen the musical because I've been waiting to go see like a proper production of it Um, and like West End like if I ever could I would love to but I have Seen a little tidbit there like there's like this show on BBC at the minute where like actors go and learn how to be like musical theater performers oh yeah it's really good but like about three weeks ago one of the actors on it done memories from cats so you know and she was wearing the whole get up and I've seen like um the costumes and stuff but yeah like when like you said when they announced cats the music, the movie musical i thought they were just going to be like in the west end costumes but boy was i wrong Mm. (laughs) um yeah so that's pretty much my history it's just one of those things i've always heard about but and like i've known the score to and the music like i've listened to the soundtrack and stuff but other than that not much not much
0: okay so i'm gonna recap uh the movie Cats, which I cannot wait to do. Uh, Katie, are you ready for this catastrophe, catastrophic adventure? I can
1: Yes, I am. Um, hit me with it.
0: Okay, so uh, the movie opens. A cat gets tossed out by a mean human. Um, other cats and it's in a bag. Uh, other cats gather around the bag. The bag rips, and it's Victoria, aka Francesca Hayward, cat. Um, the other cats start singing jellical songs for jellical cats as the cats sing uh, McCavity, aka Idris the cat watch it, watches from afar the cats all flee and uh, they leave Victoria alone and she meets McCavity. so Victoria gets called away and interrogated by some mean cats and in a graveyard they explain that cats can have three names so then we meet magical Mr. Mistoffelees uh, aka Laurie Davidson cat we learn of the Heaviside Layer, which is um, where the cat where the one cat gets chosen to go at a jellicle ball um, and then we meet Jenny Any Dots aka Rebel Wilson Cat and she's apparently a Gumby Cat as we learn this through the song The Old Gumby Cat mm-hmm. so Jenny eats cockroaches and sheds her fur and wears a pink dress we meet Rum Tum Tugger aka um, Jason Derulo Cat and get the Rum Tum Tugger song uh, Victoria and the other cats follow him. They go into a milk bar. Rumtumdugger uh, leaves and hisses at another cat. We meet Isabella and she sings to Victoria. And the other cats don't like her. They don't like Rizabella, a.k.a. Jennifer Hudson Cat. Yeah. Um, Isabella crawls away on all fours. <laughs> we learn she was involved with Macavity in some way, shape or form. Uh, then we meet Bustopher Jones, a.k.a. James Corden Cat. Um, he sings uh, his introduction song. Uh, then Jenny uh, and he dots meets McCavity and gets catnapped. Uh, Buster Jones Johns is sensitive about his weight and he gets tossed in the trash. And then they tip the bin over and they start eating the rubbish. I'm going to be honest, I blacked out in this part. Uh, <laughs> Buster sees McCavity and the other cats hide. And uh, McCavity catnaps Buster Jones. Johns. Victoria gets taken by. Mungo, Jerry, and Teaser, and they get a song. They go into a house and burgle. Uh, a vase is smashed, and then they hear a dog, uh, and they run away. But Victoria gets caught in the headboard, and then Mr. Mostopheles uh, shows up to save her, and then they leave. So on a barge on the River Thames, uh, Buster Jones and Jenny and Edith are being held captive by McCavity, McCavity leaves, and Growl Tiger keeps an eye on them. Back on the streets, Victoria is being brought to meet Old Deuteronomy, a.k.a. Um, Judy Dench cat. So then we get a song about old Judy Dench. Um, Old dude uh, comes out from the fog and they bow to her. They head into the theatre and they sing about the Jetticle Ball. So Grisabella is hiding and watching from afar. They dance some more. Grisabella tries to leave and she gets caught. Victoria goes outside and sees Grisabella sad and we get a teaser of memories. Victoria tries to help Grisabella but Grisabella walks away. Uh, she turns around as Victoria sings the song Beautiful Ghosts. So Old Duty Doo uh, spots this from afar. Um, Victoria walks back and officially meets um, Old Duty old Dench again. Um, Jellicle Ball is about to begin. Gus the theatre cat, a.k.a. Ian McKellen Cat, is about to make his Jellicle debut. Gus sings his song as everyone watches. He gets applause. Macapity shows up and cat- catnaps Gus. Skimble shanks the railway cat, is is up next and sings his song. Skimble Shank disappears and we hear McCavity's laugh. Out of the sky, Bombolarena, aka uh, Taylor Swift cat, appears and sings the song. McCavity. She sprays the room with catnip. Uh, as she sings, McCavity shows up. McCavity believes he is the jellical choice and tries to make old duty 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 do pick him. Um. She doesn't feel he deserves it, uh, and, and catnaps her. So then he makes her walk the plank on his barrage. So the cat the cats realise she's gone after five minutes, and they all turn to Mr mystopolis to bring old Duke back uh, in the song Magical Mr Mistopolis. He tries to bring her back, but it doesn't work, and then he turns around and she's there. He does another trick, and they all meow. Victoria goes outside. Jenny sheds her fur again and they all um, escape. She could have done that in the first place. Uh Grail Tiger gets pushed off. Um back on the streets, Victoria sings memory when she sees Grisabella and v- brings Grisabella inside. So she gets a um, a catty reception when she's brought in. Um Victoria tells her to sing, and Grisabella sings memory. Grisabella is now the jellicle choice. So Grisabella is heading to the heavy side there, she gets up on a chandelier and is taken away, and Macavity uh, tries to hop on but falls. The cats all celebrate and look to the sky. Old Deuteronomy looks into the camera and sings The Addressing of Cats. Victoria and Mr. Mistoffelees muzzle, and the other cats leave, and old Duty Dench tells Victoria she really is a jellicle cat, and then the movie ends. <laughs> oh, where do we begin? Where do we begin? It's our way through this.
1: <laughs> Told you. <laughs> um, yeah, like, where do we begin?
0: Oh, God. It's just, it truly is what cinema was made for.
1: Yeah, um, exactly what cinema was made for. No. Oh, like, I have, I have mixed feelings. <sighs> because it was entertaining
0: mm-hmm.
1: Because it was so ludicrous Yes Like that's why it was entertaining um, Like I remember I tried to watch it Like a little while ago A few months ago And I literally turned it off Before the opening number was over Like <laughs> I don't know maybe it was a little bit after It was after Idris um Came in for the first time but yeah i turned it off and was like no nah, i'm not watching that um and then obviously i had to watch it for this episode and yeah like did i enjoy it no did i not enjoy it no like like i'm really indifferent on it
0: yeah this movie sucks <laughs>
1: oh it's a terrible film but it is
0: so funny this is my third time watching it and it is truly a treat
1: like it's a terrible piece of cinema but it is it's very fun like i feel like it's funny to watch it would be funny to watch with people yeah no it would be and you just slag it the whole time because trust me i was doing that to myself by the end of all, I was like me and Evan don't really talk about the topics that we're gonna discuss on the podcast during the week. But I had to, I had to message him last night and be like, "What actually is going on? What like this is." Do? I was like, "Why are we watching this? This is an absolute fever dream of a film. Like it was just, also, like this isn't to like diss anybody because I love both people that we're about to talk about, right?" Mm-hmm. And it's not in a bad way on either party, but I just thought it was funny because the other person isn't in the film. Yeah. When Rebel Wilson's number came up, she was the image of Matt Lucas. Yeah, she was. And I could not get Matt Lucas out of my head. And I was like, he doesn't sound like that, <laughs> um I genuinely that could have been Matt Lucas like somebody could have told me that was Matt Lucas and I was like oh my god he's trying his voice so well like
0: (laughs) yeah yeah so you bring up Rebel Wilson there I want to talk about Rebel Wilson and James Corden because their direction and their writing for this film is all fat jokes yeah that's all it is and it's it's not It's very insulting to them. It's insulting to the audience. It's just insulting in general. And fat jokes we should leave in the early 2000s.
1: But but who wrote? Like, they didn't write that, though, did they? They didn't
0: write that. They're getting paid to just show up and be there. In fairness, James Corden went to the premiere and still didn't watch the movie.
1: (laughs) And that would be me.
0: (laughs) And then Rebel (laughs) with... Yeah, so uh, so, uh, to bring it back to these two, uh, James Corden and Rebel Wilson uh, presented at the 2020 Oscars the award for special effects, and they came out dressed as their cats' characters and started clawing at the mic, which that's not really... It's like it was funny, but not insanely funny. But uh, someone who took offense to it, actually many people took offense to it, and those people were the special effects team, special effects studio. So they re- So uh, a Twitter user called Evis McRae uh, retweeted and said uh, the moment and said, "Hey guys, I wa- haven't watched all of the Oscars, but I assume these two were really classy," and thanked me for working eighty-hour weeks right up until I was laid off and the studio closed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is the, this is the same team that did the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. Okay. Yeah, so that was a disaster. But obviously I don't I think that's just important. Now obviously I don't think they knew and like why would they? You know? Yeah. But it's just it's kind of not very nice to do that.
1: Yeah, I guess. Um well I didn't know they mentioned somebody like or, they, I didn't, mention, you, they
0: didn't mention anyone, they just showed up in costume, but it's kind of because this they were all working. Like ninety-hour weeks, like staying up till all hours to try and edit the film, and the first version that went out actually wasn't actually finished.
1: Right.
0: So, like, like I think in the original version, they Judy that Dench still had a human hand. So, like, it was just like it was rushed out. It was just it was just messy, and then I just think it's disrespectful when people have lost their jobs and you know kind of work very much overtime to try and make and tom hooper did not treat, treat these people well according to reports he was very just not nice to them so yeah
1: okay well you know they were probably told to do that to be honest yeah let's be real like they were probably told by the oscars this is why or how you're we presenting the award so we'll get into your costume
0: yeah that's fair that's fair well that's on the academy okay So, um, what else is there? So, this film is... I watch horror films, you guys. This film, terrifying.
1: Yeah, like, it was really freaky. Like, I didn't like... I really think they should have just put the actors in the costumes from the stage show. Yes. That's all they should have done. Would it have been
0: cheap? Yes. Would it have been okay?
1: Yes. Like... They basically should have just done what Hamilton owned on Disney Plus. Like a cat kind of thing? Yeah, and got a star-studded cast, Got All the same people because, like, all their voices were great, you know what I mean? Like, you can't fault that everybody in it was talented.
0: They were oh, like, so talented.
1: Yeah, like, you can't say, oh, like, Jason Derulo or that, 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 like, was that, who was it? Yeah, Jason Derulo. Yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> Tugger is a curious yeah. cat.
1: Um, or even like the two cast members that I didn't know. Cast members. Um, Victoria <laughs> Cat and um Rumpel Teaser. Yeah. Um, like they were phenomenal. Like they were so good.
0: Yeah. So you bring up Victoria there. So Francesca Hayward. This was like meant to be like introducing her into the. I don't know Hollywood or whatever didn't pay out sorry she's an incredible dancer though she's a she trained with the Royal Ballet I think in London mm-hmm. she's an incredible dancer now she is a black woman and she plays a you no know, take take what I'm about to say with a pinch of salt or don't I don't care she plays a very much white cat to the point where you can't tell her race when you're looking at her whereas it's very clear with the likes of Jennifer Hudson and Jason Derulo
1: yeah. Yeah, I'm just looking her up here. Is she she doesn't oh Nairobi, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, her cat is yeah, like you would think by not re- like not researching who she is, you would think she was a white woman. Yeah. Her ethnicity wasn't um very well portrayed by the editing or her costume choice. Not her costume choice, the costume choice made for her.
0: Yeah, my God. So um, our friend William uh, chatted to one of the dancing cockroaches on his YouTube channel. And apparently okay. those suits, you couldn't take them off to go to the bathroom. So a lot of people were getting sick because they were holding in their pee yeah no that's i'm sorry that's abusive
1: (laughs) like they weren't allowed to go to bathroom
0: yeah because of it's like there's a lot of movement and dancing i mean the dancing is incredible let's be honest but um yeah there's just a movement and dancing and you couldn't go to the toilet when there was a camera angle changing because a lot of money went into this like over between 80 and 100 million dollars that's a lot. Yeah, so it was very expensive in studio time. Essentially, um, yeah, apparently they a lot of dancers and uh, got sick because of not being allowed to go to the bathroom.
1: Yeah, no, like they literally should have just done um body paint, costume. I do like That's...
0: the music. I do like the music. I have to say,
1: of course, like because Underlord Weber wrote it, like he's absolute genius Um, of course he hates it if he didn't (laughs) I would be I would actually be appalled like you wrote this you made this masterpiece like of a stage show from what I've heard like even if you look at stills from the actual stage shows it looks incredible the sets look unreal like the costumes I know he had nothing to do with the sets and costumes but like that was his idea you know that was his brainchild, and then to see it portrayed in a film like this, like I would have been like, no, no, it's catastrophic.
0: Doing... For his... would... <laughs> 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 it is
1: gosh, off um. I would be like, no, you're not doing that. Absolutely not. But like, I mean, I'm sure he's getting money somewhere along the way from it. So yeah,
0: this is the last film Tom Hooper's directed. Uh, hasn't directed anything since. Oh,
1: I really say he died
0: no he didn't die he hasn't directed anything since oscar no, winning um, director for the King's speech
1: the way you said he was just like you were just like yeah this is the last thing he directed was like, that sounds like he died.
0: okay well <laughs> well
1: he didn't everyone just he didn't died, he,
0: he didn't he didn't um okay what other things they're talking about i mean there's so much yeah why is there a milk bar
1: because they're cats.
0: But hold on, they're cats on the streets of London. Okay. Yeah. And what? <laughs> what you? But like they're surrounded by like human businesses. So what human goes to a milk bar?
1: I'd go to a milk bar.
0: Oh, oh. <laughs> maybe for a milkshake.
1: Yeah, like it did like you could get all different types of milk. I'm sure they do, not milk.
0: Oh stop that bit where Jason Derulo's doing his thing and they go into the milk bar and he runs out and he says, No more milk. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: screams milk.
0: And I honestly hiss myself laughing every time.
1: I'd love to know how much each individual person was paid for this film.
0: Yeah, how much was Jason Derulo paid? Because he's in the back of every scene. <laughs>
1: Must have been a lot there. I get in their money worth. I agree. What people
0: just show up and left? And he's just...
1: (laughs) Yeah, Jason Derulo committed.
0: He loves this movie.
1: Oh, like... Yeah, so... The thing I was going to say was... (sighs) Like, I get why... These actors jumped at the chance to do this film because they're like, wow, like iconic, amazing, like set the scene. It's really good, blah, blah, blah. Half of them, or all of them, probably grew up listening to it. Like, totally get it. But, like, I just don't know if it was a good move.
0: No, it wasn't a good move. I mean, their careers aren't going to suffer. I mean, Francesca no. was only beginning, and maybe she can have a, maybe she can come back from this. Um, of their careers are going to suffer like
1: no of course not but like I just don't think it was a good like move to do like I just don't think the, the film is going to age well you know
0: no in very Idris Elba knows what kind of film he's in he knows that this is <laughs> <laughs> like catch it to say the least
1: yeah no like honestly I'm surprised he was in as well I'm surprised Dame Judy Dent was in it and I'm surprised It's a e- weird mix McKenna When you think
0: it. of it It's weird It's serious actors And then you have Pop stars And then you have comedians And you've got A bad eye dancer Like it's a weird mix
1: Like James Corden I get it Like he was in other musicals Like What was that other one um, uh,
0: Into the, into in the, the woods. woods
1: Yeah He was in that And I do know That he does have a love And an infinity For musicals and stuff And that's absolutely fine but like, I'm perfect, and yeah, but it is a really weird amalgamation. And then, like, oh, now Taylor Swift shows up, and you're just like, and they, All they right. give her a
0: boob job. Can we just say that they make her bustier?
1: Well, you know, and do you know what I also found very funny was they put lipstick on her. <laughs> they put a red lipstick on her, but because no one, it's no Taylor, other. she
0: needs to have the red lipstick on.
1: I know, but like that's what I found funny. They were like, oh yeah, we'll put red lipstick on. Yeah, fair enough. I
0: think the only reason she took this film was for the songwriting credit for Beautiful Ghosts because that was added in and she wrote it. Oh. I feel like that's the only reason she did this. Also, she has two cats, so maybe she could do some research.
1: Oh yeah, isn't she like a crazy cat lady or something?
0: No, she has three beautiful cats. Watch your mouth. You take Taylor alone
1: yeah she's all right like
0: she's the best part of this film. no she's not
1: <laughs> oh maybe they didn't give her red lipstick maybe i just made it up my head i
0: think you just you think Taylor if you think red lipstick i have to say right i love jennifer hudson one of my favorite actresses and singers of all time right i think she's yeah. up, i think she's one of the best vocalists ever up there with whitney and aretha okay oh yeah i think her version of memory is probably the best i've heard
1: it, it's good
0: outside but okay so yeah i love her she's overacting in this film like she thinks she's winning an oscar for this which like oh
1: yeah she was probably told she was winning an oscar
0: (laughs) she has one for dream girl she might get one for respect i hope so
1: oh i actually still haven't seen that
0: oh oh respect's amazing um but yeah i think she's one of the best vocalists ever and i think her version of memory is incredible i think this didn't do her justice and I think she got a flack for kind of the choices that she made or how she was directed. I don't know in this film. And I think she doesn't get enough appreciation in general. So that's the whole thing. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like I don't know. I I kind of thought the same. Like her performance didn't blow me away. Do you know what I mean? Um. Again, as you said, she's an unbelievable vocalist. Like you can never falter on on what she does. Like with her voice, but. Like, her acting performance didn't blow me away.
0: No. I was um, just
1: like, okay, there's Jennifer Woodson. There's cool. Jennifer Woodson. <laughs>
0: it's like Sex and the City all over again.
1: Yeah, it was just like, all right, deadly.
0: We don't sideline <laughs> Jennifer Woodson in anything. We let her lead.
1: But she was kind of sidetracked in Dreamgirls. Well, Not really. she won the Oscar, <laughs> so there. She did. <laughs> She's unbelievable. Oh, my God, I broke that DVD. <laughs> I genuinely, I, yeah, I no. did Amazing!
0: Oh yeah. uh, god. So I want to ask you: uh, What is your interpretation of the heavyside layer? What do you think it it is? The it So the heavy side layer. So they go to the genital ball Someone gets picked. to go to the heavy side layer. It's Grisabella, but she gets taken away into the sky. What do you think that is?
1: Like heaven.
0: Heaven. Is it heaven or is it the cat's ninth
1: life? I don't think it's the cat's ninth life. Like they already have nine, so why does only one of them get get to live the ninth life? Like that makes no sense. I feel like it's like heaven or some sort of afterlife, where like they're definitely sent to this afterlife and it's gonna be unreal. They're gonna be whoever they want to be.
0: So yeah, I mean that is a good interpretation. I think that's how Idris Elba interpreted it, and he said it on, like Colbert or something. But then mm. other people are saying it's the ninth life.
1: But that <laughs> makes no sense because they all have nine lives. Unless they mean the ten. Well, unless
0: are they on their eighth?
1: But it doesn't matter because all cats have nine lives.
0: Yeah, but then okay. So if that is the ninth life, then what's the other eight? Is there like a process?
1: No, they just die and come back to life.
0: Okay. I don't know that works. <laughs> um. Let's see what else could I see. Okay. By the so-
1: way, I don't think that's actually true. By the way.
0: You don't think so? I don't know. Maybe. Could
1: be. I just think, no. If it's a, a ledger, cat you know, like She didn't. No, not horror. Just in general, I just don't think in real life, cats don't have my life.
0: Okay, some of these cats are sexy.
1: <laughs> no, Evan.
0: <laughs> Idris Elba cat? Yes. Um,
1: no. <laughs>
0: Mungo <Cat>. Jerry, yes. <laughs> I need therapy.
1: Idris Elba, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh oh my god, I said his name so wrong. But anyway, him, yeah, fab. Like Jason Derulo, yeah, good looking man. As cat, absolutely not. Get away from him. I don't think they're sexy cats. Maybe (laughs) Jason (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah. no, Victoria is horny. Can I just...
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, to be fair now, I think she looked beautiful as cat.
0: No, she looks beautiful, but she's a horny, horny kitty. Like, there's one.
1: I'm so sorry. I'm really? looking at one of the pictures of Jason Derulo as a cat right now, and my God, no way. Like, lovely looking man. I didn't I'm say God. Jason
0: Derulo, I said Mungo Jerry.
1: Are you right? You need therapy. That's no <laughs> Mungo Jerry.
0: I want to know to the furry community, I'm not one of you by the way. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, what did you think of cats?
1: Mungo, M- 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 Terry, are you okay? Like, I'm actually telling genuinely you you worried. They're so
0: naked. It's like, how can you not?
1: Because you can just not. <laughs> I do, okay. I just think he looks a bit weird. Like no, God bless. Like no, did really? no, you know? Actually, no. I'm standing by it. Yeah, he looks weird. Now he doesn't look weird in real life, but in the film, he looks really strange. <laughs> also, who? What's the other cat called?
0: Um Rumple Teaser.
1: No, 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 no. Um, Victoria's love Dressed.
0: Oh, Mister Mistopheles.
1: Yeah, he looks like Robert Pattinson. Oh, does he? Yeah, he looks, I think he looks He just like has Robert.
0: a cat face to me. I can't see him any other way.
1: I just think he looks like Robert Pattinson. If Robert Pattinson was gonna be in this film, that's what he'd look like.
0: Okay, so can we talk about how horny Victoria is? Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, she is. Pets, yeah. Oh, she is. She's she's buzzing for a bear's penis, like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like you know what?
0: the bit where her and rubble teaser all break into the house i was like am i about to watch cats of the threesome this is so questionable
1: Yeah, i didn't like that scene
0: i was so uncomfortable
1: yeah that's like that's the word for this movie it was uncomfortable
0: also okay we know what cats look like in this world and so we know what cockroaches and mice look like but there's we hear a dog What do dogs look like in this world?
1: Oh, I'd say they look absolutely terrifying.
0: My God. I want to know, what do do goldfish look like in this world? What do snakes look like?
1: Yeah, I just want to know what all the creatures look like in this world. (laughs) This (laughs) is the whole of Noah's Ark. What happened to Noah's Ark?
0: Yeah, uh, two of every animal said they would be.
1: What if they weren't around then, though?
0: You know, well, we can ask the author of the Bible.
1: Oh, Jesus. they might have been like tigers and lions. Well, like obviously they were on it, but like maybe cats weren't like little cats weren't invented yet.
0: And this has been Zoology with Katie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get me in an actual zoology class. Remember, cats invented? Uh, no, Kate, they evolved. <laughs> they <were invented.
0: laughs> Oh, God. Okay, so. Yeah, I don't know what else. I mean, I feel like I have way more to say. It's just not coming to the forefront of my brain right now because all I can think about is kitty, kitty, kitty. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to Sorry,
1: say. Sorry, I'm so dehydrated from being stressed out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I think... I don't have anything more to say on the movie cast. If I do, I'll just work it in. Do um, you have anything else? To I say? have
1: no more. I have no more constructive criticism. Yeah.
0: So. You're not curious.
1: I'm not, I'm, oh, I am curious as to how this made it so far. Why was this not stopped? At the, in the writers' room,
0: in the in the pitch meeting.
1: Yeah, like, honestly, why was this not stop No, like, when they were like, oh, this is how we're going to see the ideas. Why was people like, no. Why did yeah. they all just go, yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah. Because guess what? It wasn't. It,
0: was it wasn't. We, yeah, we don't need all of the music movie musicals. Um, we Not every West End show needs to be a musical, and not every movie needs to be a West End show or a Broadway show. So there, that's what I have to say.
1: I don't know if I agree with that.
0: Really?
1: Yeah, like because I feel like there is a place for movie musicals. I kind of get it. Like, not everyone has to be one. Like, doesn't have to have an adapta- adaptation of the other. But like, I could do with more movie musicals. I could. Like, I mean, I don't. Music. I
0: don't mind movie musicals. I'm kind of hot and call towards them. But um, yeah. I just, just I, once
1: I... they're done, good.
0: Yeah, once they're done well, yes.
1: Yeah, and like, or done like a stage performance or like just, I think...
0: Hairspray Live.
1: It, the musical cat was never going to be normal looking because the production isn't normal looking like they, they look like cats, but at least they don't look terrifying and fake and... It just looked like they were, like, the set was, like, like a backdrop. And they yeah, were it, is. it is. It is. prancing around, like, it didn't actually look like a set. Like, it didn't look, like, yeah, it literally just looked like it was a big, huge, like, picture backdrop. And they were, they were all just getting thrown around the screen by a computer. Like, I, it didn't really give me the feel. Like, I didn't get lost in it. And I feel like if you went to see the actual production, which I haven't, Yeah, so I can't really comment on it. But if you did, I feel like you'd just get completely lost in it.
0: Yeah, I feel like you would too.
1: That's fair.
0: That's a fair point. I think that's a good point to move on to our next discussion too, because you brought up the stage musical. I'm going to talk about the differences between the stage musical and the screen adaptation. So this is an article from Bustle. So I'm just going to read it as is. Um, So the first difference would be uh, Victoria, our main protagonist who has absolutely no personality um well none of them do so it's fine viewers see the world of cats through the eyes of victoria a new feline in town but in the original musical victoria is basically akin to a background ensemble dancer though she does have a show-stopping ballet solo in the film however victoria has her own backstory and a full-on journey as she bonds with the jellical cats and forms an emotional connection to grizzabella in fact victoria's arc is the closest the film comes to a proper storyline so while not true to the musical, her expansion was necessary to turn the stage show into a motion picture.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right.
0: She doesn't really have that much of a connection with uh, with uh, Grisabella in the movie. That anyway.
1: Not really. I feel like they're like they thought there would have been more than there actually was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it didn't, they didn't portray it very well, if that's what they were trying to do. It just kind of looked like, oh, she's here now. I'll go communicate with her for a minute.
0: That doesn't make any sense at all.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I... Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so, next up, uh, we're going to talk about Bambalarina, aka Taylor Swift Cat not only does swift's character have more limited screen time in the film her musical number is fabulous but it's only her it's only her it's her only scene um that is my that is the best song in the movie besides memories um but her outlook on life is a little different on stage bamba is a sultry and com and confident of swift portray is a sultry and competent as swift portrays her She's not aligned with McCavity at all. In fact, she despises him in her musical number, but McCavity is more of a warning rather than a tribute to his greatness. Also in the original musical, Bumble Arena takes part in multiple musical numbers and is inseparable from her BFF, Dem- Demeter, who is nowhere to be seen in the film. I don't know what else to say there.
1: No, me neither. Like, I, really, I don't really have any input about like the differences because i haven't seen the stage production so i can't really be like yeah that's true um just from like the little bits that i have heard but um yeah she was like on in the trailer and she was only in it for like four minutes
0: a song and then she has one night
1: yeah that's it
0: Okay, so next up is the song Beautiful Ghosts. Um, so I've kind of mentioned this. Given that Victoria's role in the stage production is not nearly as big as in the movie, he may have already guessed that her big musical moment in the movie Beautiful Ghosts wasn't actually in the show. The song was written by Swift and Weber uh, speci- specifically so that Victoria could have an emotional breakthrough moment in the film. The show-stopping track was so effective that it landed the, song- the songwriters a Golden Globe nomination for Best Original Song. Jesus. Um, I don't like the song.
1: Yeah, no, I I feel like she did it well though.
0: She did, no, she did. I just think it's a, not a good song. Yeah, um, uh, and, and I I love Taylor Swift, so you know, never say a bad <laughs> word about songwriting, but you know, I think maybe Taylor and Andrew didn't know what to do with this. Maybe he did, but she didn't.
1: Yeah, maybe. Or maybe he was just like I don't care. He's like,
0: I'll do something. Let's move on. Okay, well, so then he there's
1: made it bad on purpose.
0: Ooh. Yeah, I feel like this is gonna have like a bad movie audience, like future screenings for bad movies. Like they do with like Rocky Horror and stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So next up, uh, Old Deuteronomy. So, Dench's Old Deuteronomy is the wisest and most gracious cat scene in the film, making her the natural leader of the Jellicoe cats. But in the stage production, Old Deuteronomy is actually a male feline. Hopper decided to change the gender of the most senior cat because he only wanted Dench in the role. It's the same spirit, the same old cat. Dench told the USA Today in April 2019, different gender. Is that all she told her? <laughs> That's split up into two quotes <laughs> She doesn't have to say much She is
1: who she is
0: She's done some bangers recently Has she? Like she's done some shit recently My so, friend My friend is a huge uh, Judy Dench fan so like months after Cats came out The Artemis Fell film came out on Disney Plus She's in mm-hmm. it She has like a shitty Irish accent And my friend Snapchatted me <laughs> like a scene in it that looks ter- terrible and she was like someone is holding Judy Dench hostage and then she sent me a video of her screaming into the phone I'm like no one cares as much about Judy Dench
1: <laughs> Um, yeah when you said bangers I thought you meant like good stuff
0: no maybe she will maybe she'll do some more good stuff I hope so
1: maybe I don't know I think she's over she's like, I've made
0: it oh that bit where she's lying in the bed the cat bed freaks me out
1: yeah, her whole arc freaking No, out.
0: I have to talk about this. You know the end where she's licking her lips?
1: Oh my God.
0: And the audio's so clear, I'm like...
1: But, you know, I knew I had something else to say and I mentioned it to you last night, Evan. Like, when they rub heads...
0: It's like, rotten, rotten.
1: Oh, it's disgusting. And I'm like, no, no, no. Stop rubbing your head. Or when they rub noses, I'm like... Bleh
0: no I don't like it no oh, that's no that's disgusting the audio is so clear she licks her lips and there's this thing called misophenia. I don't know if you've heard of it it's when you have yeah. a reaction to someone's loud chewing and I am a loud chewer that's why I wear airpods so I want to eat because I even can't stand it myself and I can't stand it like my whole family are loud cheers and I'm like I can't eat dinner with you people I have to eat dinner with me <laughs> So anyway, that's just my my trauma. We've established that I am attracted to sexy cats and I hate them chewing.
1: without but you don't like their noises
0: no not not Judy Dench looking at me licking her lips true I don't it, want their dentures following her jesus
1: Judy dentures <laughs>
0: Oh, Judy denture um So finally, the last difference is London Street. So doing a film adaptation of Cats allows for a lot more flexibility than a stage production would. And Hopper takes full advantage of that. While the musical is basically, uh, basically entirely set in one room, the film takes advantage of creating multiple locations in the 1930s London. That was never established. Um, far from taking place just in one room, Cats is full of extravagant sets with storefronts and theatres straight out of T.S. Eliot's wild imagination. Frankly, it's a Cats paradise and it's dazzling to see. The, they may not seem like major changes, but the difference between Cats the movie and Cats the original music are enough to take the story from stage to screen. Yeah, I don't yeah. know
1: what how much. I'm heading
0: to London this weekend. I
1: oh, some yeah. Cats. yeah, I wonder if you see any um, Dame Judy Dent. Dame Judy <laughs> <their>
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. I don't know. Like, it looked like a green screen. It That's
0: was not that screen. it was. Otherwise.
1: It was a green screen. But it looked like a green screen.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it, it looked so bad
1: like if you think about like say i don't know a marvel movie or something that has green screen and it looks like you see this looks like a green screen
0: Mm. no yeah that's fair just poor quality let's be honest for a movie with between 80 and 100 million dollars
1: true that is very true
0: okay so now i'm going to talk about the success of cats
1: Oh go for it.
0: Let me just say this one's a hairball. Um so cats <laughs> has 19% on rotten tomatoes, which means for the first time something is lower.
1: Lower than rent. Wow.
0: So cats is now set at low bar, So I don't know what we're gonna say for this.
1: Lower than higher than cats.
0: <laughs> higher than cats on catnip. I don't know. Um <laughs> oh. so the movie oh
1: I'm so... I'm raging. I'm so sorry for interrupting. Say it
0: again.
1: Why didn't we say um, that means it's higher than Dublin rent?
0: Why? Because rent is not set in Dublin.
1: No, because like, the rent in Dublin is so high. That's
0: why... I feel like that's implying because rent is high in most places. Oh,
1: and I'm only after getting have to get on that, so... Anyway, this is why I'm, <laughs> I'm the comedy counterpart. <laughs>
0: Keep going. He's the Amy. I'm the Tina. Um... <laughs> So the movie made uh, seventy five point five million dollars against a budget of between eighty and one hundred million dollars. So it did not perform very well. It was a big loss. Uh, obviously, closing the VFX studio that uh, basically budget that basically made this film. Uh, the song "Beautiful Ghost," as I mentioned, by Taylor Swift, was nominated for a Golden Globe and a Grammy for best visual uh, best song for a visual medium. And yet, that's about as much as I have to say in the success of Cats because it was not successful.
1: No. Didn't
0: they lose a lot of money? Oh, they lost a lot of money. I don't know what, what the exact figure is, but it was a lot. So, what's next? So, Katie, uh, speaking of which, fun fact, these actors all had to go to cat school. Did they,
1: actually?
0: Yes. They had to learn cat movements from a lady who apparently was a cat specialist, which, I'm sorry, what, what qualifications do you need for
1: I have a calculation of a net loss here. What is it? So the budget of the movie was 8200 million dollars as we um as we well know um box office cut grossed million in the United States and Canada and 47.4 million in other territories for a worldwide total of 74.6 million against a production budget of about 95 million. Deadline Hollywood calculated the net loss of the film to be 113.6 million.
0: (laughs) No, that's too much.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, so that's the net loss for everything, like, with everything that's no a, they, that's they a
0: lost. big that's a huge loss
1: it's more that, than the budget
0: that, <laughs> that, that that's a fund for like five independent films
1: yeah or ten
0: <laughs> yeah
1: like if you don't them cheap enough yeah sorry so um, wow they had to go to Catskill I get it I
0: had I get to learn it. all the movements and stuff like that <laughs> I wanna know is that cat teacher active on social media? Because I need to interview.
1: True, true. Hi, could you come on a podcast, please? Oh.
0: So uh <laughs> so I'm gonna take Katie down to cat school because it's time for a pop quiz.
1: Aha, very funny. Right. Mew, I'm ready.
0: Mew, 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 mew. Uh, so 10 uh catty questions for kitty cat. Um, uh,
1: That's not my name.
0: You're not a Katy Perry fan, um. Not really. Okay, so ten cat questions for Katy Cat. Kit, kit, kit. Let's go. Um, I got my tongue there. Uh, question one: Which cat implies that Rum Tugger has been neutered due to his high singing voice? Also, by the way, I would accept uh, actor names along as long as you put "cat" at the end of it.
1: Okay. Um Rum Tom Tugger. That's
0: he's been neutered that's Jason Derulo Cat. Um was it
1: the was it the Jennifer Hudson cat?
0: No, it was not Jennifer Hudson Cat. Oh
1: um was it Victoria's love Interest too? I can't remember it. Must stop Mr. Mistophilus. I watched this film, by the way. Like I full on sat down for one hour and forty minutes and watched this film. <laughs> I couldn't. I no,
0: unfortunately, it's not Mr. Mustafes.
1: <laughs> okay, Mustafes. <Mostophilous. laughs> okay, I give up. Was It wasn't.
0: It was Jenny Anydots, aka Rebel Wilson cast.
1: Oh, why did I think of that? I mm. Right.
0: So, question two: Which cat wears red trousers? Now, I don't know the actor's name of this cat.
1: Oh, he was Ginger. Um, he, oh,
0: he's a railway cat. Railway.
1: Yeah, the railway cat. Yeah. Um, he did the number at the end. So just what's his name? I don't know. <laughs> it was really.
0: I'll give you half a point for a railway cat.
1: Okay, all right, thanks. Because that's probably all I'm gonna get. So.
0: so question three, which character was gender swapped for the film adaptation?
1: Um James Duty Judy, Judy Denchka.
0: Old duty Dench. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Dame Judy denchka. Old gender duty gender swapped Uh
0: wait question four, which character screams milk?
1: Oh, Jason Derulo cat.
0: Yes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Which cat does Macavity catnap first? Um, No, I've forgotten all their names. Uh, Bustopher Jones, a.k.a. James Corden cat. (laughs) Um, Jenny Any Dots, a.k.a. Rebel Wilson cat. Or Ghost the Theatre cat, a.k.a. Ian McKellen cat.
1: Rebel Wilson cat.
0: Yes yeah oh my god (laughs) i wrote this like half one last night i was so tired (laughs) question six uh no did i ask it you know i did question six what is the name of this is multiple choice by the way what is the name of the theater the jellicle ball is held in is it the old vic the winter garden the egyptian or the abbey the egyptian that's correct. Yeah. So, um, question seven: Which character enters on a moon?
1: Um, Macavity.
0: No, but you're close. Oh
1: no, I don't
0: know. It was Bombalurena, aka Taylor Swift cat
1: oh yeah it's the whole thing
0: yeah, yeah. the cavity's not there yeah <laughs> i'm yeah. saying I'm that from now excited. until the end of time <laughs>
1: <laughs> she just shouldn't do an english accent binary that's fine
0: uh, she's uh with joe alwyn don't go there with me what she's with joe alwyn he's english Deep her alone no so- she's a method actor
1: That's one word
0: for it. Oh, I love Taylor Uh Question eight, multiple choice. Which of these is not considered a jellicle cat? Political cats, hypocritical cats, dramatical cats, or fantastical cats?
1: Fantastical
0: cats? That's true. <laughs> That's right.
1: Yeah, I, I just didn't... remembered okay. the word fantastical and I was like, that one. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay, uh, which cat can be seen on wanted posters?
1: Macavity.
0: Yes, because he's not
1: there. No, because he's evil.
0: I'm making that a thing now. McCavity's not there. Go
1: on. I'll let you.
0: And question 10. uh, Which duo helped Bombal Arena spray catnip everywhere?
1: Victoria?
0: No, duo. duo. So there's two of them.
1: Oh, teaser and... The hot one. The Jerry one.
0: Okay, I'll give you that. Mungo Jerry.
1: Mungo Jerry.
0: Yeah. I went very easy on you there, but you got a certain <laughs> amount of points. Seven and a half. That's what you got.
1: Did I? Ah, yeah. that was... You were too nice to me.
0: <laughs> I did go easy on you. It is a very hard thing to remember these cats' names. I will be honest I-
1: I could be in that production and I wouldn't remember everybody's name, I'd remember my own name, and that that'd be it.
0: That's true. So now we're gonna put cats on our pop scale. We're gonna rate it out of five days on the space of pop culture. How much we like it and how truly catty it is.
1: Um it's getting a one from me. Reason. Watch it. That's your reason. The whole
0: That's thing. true. That's a good idea.
1: That was my thirteenth reason. Oh, listen, that's and bad. Though. um, <laughs> no. Um, I just I liked it because it was so bizarre, and I really wanted to like it more, but I couldn't because I just I just could. I can't get on board with it. Can't do it. I am I'm. I'm, I'm not into it. That's fair. So, a one. I just feel like it did a it disservice to Cats the musical. That's fair. Yeah. What about you?
0: So, out of five, I'm also uh, going to give Cats a one because it's awful. Yeah. But, oh, my God, is it so funny. Um,
1: it, it, it is funny, but not because it's funny. Because Yeah, it's
0: bad movie accessible. That's what I would say. Like, kind of like Room or Rocky Horror. One of these things.
1: Yeah. Rockwell
0: yeah. is good though. No, not no, when you look back at it. It's just got a weird plot. Well, when you, it's
1: just, well, when you compare it to Cat Evan.
0: Well, yeah, it's like miles ahead. But um Yeah, so I'll give cats uh, a furry little one because um it truly is a hairball of a time. It is you mm-hmm. quite honestly catastrophic. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: no I agree. I agree i'm not even mad at puns they're so true
0: yeah so yeah uh and i give uh mainly one point for jennifer hudson and the song memory so there
1: yeah fair enough that's absolutely fair it didn't write rate too high
0: that's anywhere if we knew it wouldn't better than <laughs> rent though is it question what's more no. what's more catchy <laughs>
1: It's not actually, which, which I'm actually
0: are, Which one are you putting in the litter box? Well, like
1: which which one? Like which, which one are
0: you putting in the litter
1: box? Which movie? Yeah,
0: cat into the box one. Okay. Bye. Right. So next up, we're going to talk about what's popping. Uh, we talk about what we are uh, clawing at in terms of uh, pop culture and yeah, what's what we're enjoying. So, Katie, what's popping at you?
1: Honestly, nothing. <laughs> that sounds awful. No, I'm. I've been watching Big Bang Theory lately, and mm-hmm. um, just because I don't really know what else to be watching. Don't want to be concentrating on that. And yeah. Still loving the Sims. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be. That's gonna be popping for weeks, just to let you know. But um, yeah, just Big Bang Theory. I suppose I'm getting like. I like watching it so oh my dog just broke into the room what about you
0: how does he feel about cats as a as a canine okay so just to clarify um we have a special canine guest or no we don't I don't know what's happening uh, <laughs> this is professional podcasting everyone um so yeah. What my do
1: dog know? broke into the room.
0: As we're talking about cats.
1: Ha, he heard us. He probably did actually. He's like, where's the cat? Because like we did this thing, and we're like, where's the cat? And he like look at the telly and he's like, Oh, and I was watching it on my laptop last night and I was like, Where's the cat? And he was like looking at the TV and I was like, No, it's on my laptop. He I want to know
0: his take on cats.
1: Um he wants to eat them all.
0: Okay, so uh well, I don't want to eat cats. Or dogs, because that's a crow. Um, but uh, here's what's popping with me in terms of pop culture, I guess. I don't know. That's a weird segue. Um, <laughs> so my current scratching post that I'm clawing at is... <laughs> i just fucking proud, proud of what it. Is now.
1: Proud of it? Are you proud?
0: I forgot what it is. No, Scream. Scream. I'm obsessed with Scream. Oh yeah, The new Scream movie. I wrote an article about it today. And I got published. I ranked the mo- all the Scream movies, all five of them, from worst to best. The new Scream movie is on par with the original. It's incredible. It's. I was looking over my shoulder when I was going home, and you guys, I get a birthday wild card. And I'm
1: <laughs> is that one actually scary?
0: No, Scream's more funny, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's that's li- what I thought. Like.
0: It's light horror, but like you know, when you're like you leave a movie like that, like you you. You know, and you're home alone, or you're walking home alone, and it's dark. Yeah, I kind of That's like fair. that. Yeah. I like that eerie feeling, though. I do enjoy that.
1: It's so weird.
0: I play the Halloween theme when I walk home in the dark. <laughs> oh, I'm also obsessed with this part. This um, playlist on Spotify. Let me get it up. I don't know if this counts, but we'll say it. We'll say it does.
1: What a playlist! Um,
0: yeah, some playlist. I don't know how I got it. says POV, you're in a horror movie. So some great songs on there from like Ricky Nelson, Melanie Martinez, the Arctic Monkeys, Colts. That's my favorite one. Um, oh, actually,
1: you know, what, you know what is popping with me? And I don't know why I didn't think about it yet. Um, you know that song from TikTok, um, Love Grows? Oh, yeah. Um, it's originally by Ellison Lighthouse, but there's lots of um, versions of it on TikTok at the minute. Oh, my God, I'm obsessed with it. I love it.
0: Ooh, no, I was going to say this, but I'm saving it for when it actually is released. But I'm really psyched for the Welcome to Our Show New Girl Recap Podcast that oh, Zoe yeah. Hannah and Lamorne are doing. So, yeah, I can't wait for that. Oh, I also yeah, like no. uh, a podcast hosted by Melissa Joan Hart that's new called What Women Binge? And her first episode wow. is where she, like, watches Clarissa Explains It All for the first time ever. No way. Yeah, that's really good. Also, yeah, that's um, cool. Housewives, just more Housewives. I'm just watching all the Housewives. So,
1: Yeah, you're into that. I'm not into that.
0: Oh, you will be. You should. You'll get yeah. invested.
1: I don't know. I do kind of get a bit invested. Like, I got downstairs, my mom's watching. I'm like, right, who's that? Who's <laughs> this <laughs> person? she's watching um well she's watching them all she has i got have hey you for like a pay for um, her for she's watching salt lake city at the minute
0: oh, i can't wait to start salt lake city i have heard it's so juicy
1: yeah like she's watching that and i'd be walking down, i'm like right so which one's this one and what what's her husband <laughs> i'm like and what's this and who's this and she's just like okay go i watch it i'm like no you tell me
0: Anyway, so there is some great things here that you can watch or listen to and enjoy, and yeah, so mm-hmm. it's good. So, okay where can the people find us?
1: People can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Make It a Podcast, um and you can also listen to us anywhere else you get your podcast. Just in case you need a different platform, and you could give us a nice little review if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, because it would mean a lot.
0: It would mean a lot, and we would be eternally grateful. Like cats, that's not a pun. <laughs>
1: And <laughs> um, we would be nine lives grateful we yeah we will give you our time nine life. lives
0: <laughs> um so yeah so that's the end of this very furious episode i don't know why just, i've run out of things to say
1: are you okay like should we just end?
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> um
1: if you're listening on spotify and it gives you the option to give us a rating you can do that you can because it gave, it gave me the option to give us a rating. So and naturally, I did. So if you do yeah. listen to us on Spotify or you have Spotify, go on and give us a little five star or whatever you think is deemable. But, but I, five would be the best. But, but five would be <laughs> the best. Thanks. Mwah.
0: Right. So that's the end of this episode. And we will see you cool cats next week.
1: Bye.